This episode is brought to you by Splash Refresher. I believe in the three beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash, they spice it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. My flavor that I've been enjoying the most lately is the wild berry. Keep one on your desk. You'll be hydrated in no time. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches Media presents Ha ha, laugh, funny Mention it all A Bravo by Betches podcast We don't say that, but now we said it With Dylan Hafer Hold on, check me, bro And Barry Rosenfeld I need to start drinking alcohol Now go to sleep, we Hey everyone, welcome back to the Mention It All podcast I'm Dylan Hafer And I'm Barry Rosenfeld Hope everyone had a fabulous weekend. I am not ready to be working. <laughs> <laughs> I I have had I had so many, you know, like what day is it moments where I'm like, okay, so tomorrow's Tuesday and today no, uh like it is in fact Tuesday. We we have yeah. Roni to talk about. Um <laughs> we have below deck sailing to talk about because Monday also happened. Um if you're missing Shaw's or Million Dollar Listing, we will get back to those next week. We have a Monday episode. Um, but I hope you guys enjoyed our, our little Q&A fun yeah. session yesterday. I It was fun. I always like like steering off track for a little bit and like having our own convo, you know. But I have a question for you. When there okay. are four-day weeks, like, like this week, uh-huh. do you tend to feel that they go faster or oh. not because everyone's like it's um, already tuesday but i'm like i know but then it'll only be wednesday and only be thursday i i okay i think they go faster just because i usually feel like i still have five days worth of shit to do in four days okay so like it's not fast in like a oh, thank god it's almost the weekend it's fast in like a, i'm stressed i don't have time type right. of way um okay yeah i guess and i also guess it depends on the week but that doesn't stop our tv watching it really doesn't it actually stressed me out so much last night i don't know whether this week will feel long or short but this trip to the hamptons feels like they've been there for about a month and a half oh my god i know and it's like there are so many activities planned it's stressing i don't do that i don't do well with like planned activities it's like well, i like to just last live. week <laughs> last week when luann was talking to garth about getting the lamb i like forgot that there was like a whole luann day happening like i was like oh like when's he making the lamb i don't know so I, speaking of the lamb i can't believe how much revolved around that like well, even when they were eating it they're like mm, god this lamb is delicious i was like guys. sonia's like now i get why she likes garth the lamb <laughs> like <laughs> I, I have not thought that much about lamb in my entire life. Um, mm. But before we get to, you know, the day of lamb at <laughs> Luann's house, <laughs> we have to talk about the conclusion of the breakfast at Tiffany's dinner party at Ramona's house. Of course, everyone's talking about sex. Ramona is disgusted. She comes back to the table. She has to leave again. Um, you know, she's saying that Leah just doesn't have anything else to talk about, which is like, okay, whatever. Like, But we've seen a pattern where she like, 
only gets disgusted if Leah is the one saying it. Like, I'm sorry, fast forwarding to because it happens again. But Leah made a good point. She's like, pick and choose what you want. Like you were showing me your tits last night. Like it can't be when you want to be elegant or when you think it's disgusting. Like, you know, like it's just ridiculous. Right. Right. And she's saying she just wants Leah to edit herself a little, which it's like, I feel like we had the same conversation last season and it's like, okay, like, like later in the episode, Luann's talking about if there's a specific, you know, if you don't like the C word, that is one thing where it's like, okay, like I would prefer you don't use that word around me. But for Ramona to be like, Leah, I'd like you to edit your personality around me. It's like, that's a different thing. That's really not something that you ask someone to do. And, you know, then (laughs) when Ramona's like, Ramona's like sort of, I don't know if she's imitating Leah or what, but she's like, you know, his dick is big. His dick is small. She has a WP. And I'm like, oh my God. WP took me out. I know. Her though, like asking that, yeah, you're right. Like to edit yourself. Like I find that so rude because that just, I don't, that just like, I don't know. That saying that was just so nasty because that's just, you wanting someone to change so you can tolerate being around them. And that's not okay. Just you can't be friends with that person. And I also hate when she's always like, Leah looks like, looks up to me. Okay. Like she thinks I'm her older sister. And I'm like, no, she doesn't. Yeah. Like Leah, Leah doesn't give a shit about Ramona in that way. I think they, I like when they can have moments of sort Mm -hmm. of being on the same page with each other. I think I really like seeing that dynamic, but it's like, I don't think Leah needs anything from Ramona. Like, I think Ramona has this idea that she's like, she can be Leah's mentor or something. And it's like, I don't think Leah wants to be Ramona when she's 20 years older, 25 years older, actually, I should say. Um, Mm. (laughs) Oh, and, and speaking of that today is happens to be Leah's daughter's 14th birthday. She posted on Instagram. Happy birthday, Cure. Um, (laughs) But so the night ends in, on kind of an unexpected note when Ebony and Ramona get into it a little bit because Ebony thought she heard Ramona say something about how she can take a big dick, which I, I'm not sure whether it was said or but whatever. So she makes a joke about it. Ramona is horrified and she's like, whatever happened to class and elegance. And it, it's funny because Ebony like truly just thought she was yes. like, adding her two cents to the conversation and Ramona's like, how dare you? I am just laughing at that because I like Ebony more and more each week. Like, Mm -hmm. I feel like she's been on the show for years already, but she was like sincerely apologizing because she's like, I thought that's what you said. Ebony, how do you just think that that's what you heard? Like, (laughs) that's like a mistake. I don't know. It either happened or it right. didn't. But Ramona being the one that she mistakenly heard say it, could right. it be a better situation? Like- right, because if it was Sonia, she would have been like, yeah, I take a big <laughs> dick. Like, <laughs> um, it's yeah, I mean, oh we will we will get to more sex talk uh, in just a few minutes. But oh, yeah. the next morning, we kind of have some updates. Leah finds out her grandmother really isn't doing well. Mm-hmm. Um, I just feel, I feel for her so much in this situation. Like, regardless of anything that's happening with Heather or, you know, any of the other issues with the women, that is just like a horrible situation to be in. I feel like on some level, we've all been in a situation where we had something personal going on that just like, wasn't, you know, the timing just was not ideal for what was happening 
with the rest of our lives. And I, yeah, uh, it sucks. Cause you feel helpless cause you can't be with your family, but also your mindset is not where it's supposed to be in the group. And it's just a shitty situation. And I feel like Leah just like, can't describe, she's like, you guys, I just don't feel like I'm just not myself. Right. Like, I don't know. Right. How else she's to saying she has it. vertigo. She doesn't, as she, she like physically feels ill. And Ramona um, being so, you know, nice and, and in, empathetic is like sit at just sit down you'll feel fine like just sit down if you had vertigo you would have fallen over i'm like oh my, oh my god, god i love that when she's like if you if you had bad vertigo you would have like passed out so it can't be that bad it's like okay ramona I, dr dr singer um <laughs> but from in the morning ramona has a little talk with heather which i actually thought was a good little moment um, who knows what's going to happen in the future but she basically is just like look i'm happier here you know we want to have a good weekend and these you know the women have i think some valid concerns about you know not wanting whatever they say around heather to be on her podcast next week right and i thought they actually i thought heather took it well and then immediately they were joking with each other ramona says garth is an adonis you know i thought they had a nice little moment there I did too, because I like the fact that Ramona was like, good or bad, just don't talk about me. Like, I don't want my name in the press, you know? And I appreciate that because that's like anyone, like some people really love to be in the press and want their name everywhere. And some people are just like, just I'm on a show. That's it. I don't need you talking about me. Because like the game of telephone is a real thing. And (laughs) I feel like that's what happens. It's it's interesting because we have the like, the idea of a fourth wall on this show. So it's like, you know, we hear about tabloid stories and stuff sometimes. Obviously, we all know there's a reason that Heather has a podcast that's getting written about in page six, and it's because they're on this show. But to kind of uphold the idea of, you know, the fourth wall of it all, it's that like, if something, you know, gets out there later, that's one thing. But when you're coming to film on the trip, like, I don't want to see it in the tabloids next week. Like, you know. You're kind of, when you're entering the sphere of the group, it's like, let's just not. Um, But then (laughs) things uh, with Ramona has a nice moment with Heather, but then she immediately has a not so nice moment with Leah and Ebony because she's, you know, very pissed off at how long their glam is taking. And specifically with Ebony, she doesn't understand why she needs to like, you know, be worked on basically. And this... (laughs) Gave me very uh, Beverly Hills season 10 vibes with Dorit and Kyle, of course, but with the added aspect that Ebony's like, I'm a black woman. My hair isn't just like the same as yours. Like this is like, if I'm going to look presentable, this is what I need to do. Right. And also it just always seems convenient for Ramona when things like this happen, because like Ramona wasn't getting glam t- today. So it's like, and all the women were like, she's it's, it's cause she's hangry. She's hangry. No, stop making excuses for this grown ass woman. It's just, I'm sorry. I don't know if anyone else gets as bothered. Like, I know I agree with you when you say she does make great TV, but it is now getting to the point where it's just like, you're a ridiculous human. Like, seriously, she, even when Ebony arrived, which they clocked 12 minutes, that is it. You are allowed to take two different Ubers and you're allowed to get glam if you fucking want to. So right, she was I did like, notice that. At yeah. first I was like, oh, is she really holding up the group? And then it clearly was no issue for them to take two cars to Luann's house. Listen, Ebony seems like the type of person who is not like going to be an hour and a half late because she's getting glam. You know what right. I mean? This is like not it, a Real Housewives of Atlanta situation uh, where Portia's like two hours late to the like pumpkin it, patch. She was just like getting done up a, to go somewhere to look presentable. Exactly. So, so 
when they get there, Ramona, again, she was like, I'm sorry, I'm late. Like, just saying it to everyone. And even Sonia was like, she's not mad you're late. She's mad because she's hungry. Like, Sonia played, like, a side part this episode. It was so funny. But she also was like, I just don't understand. It's okay. It's okay. I just don't understand, like, why you had to get dolled up. Like, she said it again. And Ebony was like, because I fucking want to. Like, Well, and it's so funny because a few minutes earlier at Ramona's house, Heather was like, you guys all look nice to go to Luann's. And they were like, well, we look to look chic for each other. I guess you didn't get the memo. And it's like, okay, so clearly you... You have some standards of what you think you should look like on camera, but that doesn't involve, but all of a sudden it's like crazy that somebody else would want to have a hair stylist. And it's like, okay, whatever. Well, Um, that's exactly my point where it was like, so because Ramona got mad because she didn't have a glam, you know, like, it's just like, right. And it's like, it's the same, like with Kyle and Dorit, it's like the amount of times that Kyle has had glam on this show. It's not like you can be shocked that Dorit is like, you know, having her hair and makeup done for of a day of filming. It's not just going to Luann's house. It's a day of filming. Yes. I feel like we've all had that moment where you're at somebody's wedding and you're looking around the food, the venue, the music, the overall vibe. And you're making like that mental checklist of if I were planning a wedding right now, maybe you are, maybe you aren't. What would I want to copy from this? What would I want to change? What would I want to tweak? Well, I've been a part of my fair share of weddings over the years, and I know just how stressful the process can be. You go from that newly engaged bliss to overwhelmed by invitation paper and flower colors in the blink of an eye. But using Zola helps with wedding planning from start to finish and makes every decision easier so you can stay in your bliss. With Zola, you can plan your entire wedding in one convenient place. From the day you get engaged and search for the venue to the day you send out your save the dates, make your registry, and even taste your cake, Zola has literally everything you need to make the whole process super easy and even maybe enjoyable. There's even a five-star app that helps you plan on the go or on your couch. Zola helps couples plan the wedding they really want with tons of unique features and personalized recommendations based on a couple's preferences every Zola wedding is as unique as the couple planning it. They've thought of everything you'll need and have built every tool to get you to I do, including customized checklists to get you moving, keep you on track, and prepare you for what's next. Start planning at Zola.com. That's Z-O-L-A dot com. At Luann's house, I love that we get to see Victoria a little bit. It's always fun to have her around, you know. um, We haven't seen much of Luann's kids. And her niece, Nicole. And her niece, Nicole, of course, yes. Um, And we're doing this naked painting day. Garth is making his lamb. You know, Luann says, what's better than food and nude? And I, you know, I don't disagree. (laughs) I'm sorry. I know it is cable television, but certain things just shouldn't have been blurred out. You know, it's not fair (laughs) that we... (laughs) It's not fair that we saw all of their reactions and just had to use our imagination. Like Right, like if I'm if I'm looking at Ramona's sketch of a penis, I need to know how accurate it is. Like I need to know if she's if it's more abstract or like if she's making it um, you know, if she's drawing like a miniature version, like really it's hard to get a sense of the artistic talent without seeing the original. Correct. And again, Ramona got tired and just wanted to go sit down. But if anybody else <laughs> got tired and wanted to go sit down, it probably would have been a problem. But I I love that. I think the artist or the, I don't know if he's an artist. I think he was just that he's a professional like poser. And I was poser. like, that's a really cool job. But okay. What, what it sounded like to me, because they said something about like the skill. I feel like he has like a good sized dick, but is good at like not accidentally getting hard. That was like my, that's, what they kind of said 
like that he used it's like, his mental because it's like his, obviously yeah. you want to have something like nice to paint but then you can't just be like accidentally like popping a boner the whole time yeah right? so yeah exactly <laughs> but i think we're like art students clearly a hundred percent but um they sonia i believe it was made the like she acknowledged that that he had to like concentrate or something mm-hmm. so like he's not, that is a talent i must say because you know, it's just a talent. And Sonia tells us that she <laughs> she's mostly focusing on the face, um, but she's not used to staring at penises. She usually just utilizes them. But you know, <laughs> you know who's you know whose penis she does not want to utilize? Alfredo, the guitarist. Who, oh, <laughs> this um... is this is one of the strangest little subplots because Luann has invited this French man who plays guitar, who's just like. I don't know if anyone knows who he is. He's just like strolling around the yard playing his guitar. They literally did an aerial <laughs> an aerial view and he was just like walking around playing guitar. I was like, what a lovely afternoon. But like, I'll, she did she do it to purposely set up Sonia or like well, just to have a good ambiance? Like, I don't Sonya know. Sonia definitely thinks Lou was trying to set her up. And she says, Lou doesn't know what I like. I'm not, I'm not into artists. I'm into bankers, which is... You know, really a really powerful vibe that I'd like to channel this summer. Uh, but, but you, you know, know who, who was into Alfredo? <laughs> Ramona. Ramona is like, she's like, oh, listen to that music. Oh, he's very talented. It's so, so sensual. Ooh. Like, I feel like she's literally about to start like sweating ar- around her neck. There is nothing funnier than when Leah and Ramona are alone together and Ramona is doing something bizarre and Leah doesn't know what to do or how to act. Like her face, they kept showing, she didn't know where to look or what to do because Ramona was like spazzing out. Her right, dancing, she's like, her arms in the air. Oh my God, air. she did the dance. Like her, it's like the famous dance that she did in the swimsuit to Senorita. Like she does the same moves with the arms above the head. And Leah's like, oh. Uh, wait, I wanted a break from painting, but I didn't want to come sit next to you while you get horny for the guitarist. Like, no. I, she was like, hey, do you um think it's his original music or do you think he is playing someone famous? <laughs> like he's doing like she's Eric so Clapton weird. covers. She's, she's so like bizarre. And that is what is funny on television because she's not trying. I guess my point is, I don't like when Ramona acts an asshole to other people, but she's funny on television. She is. I, I know. Like, I hear you. It's hard to explain because like, I don't know if I ever met her in real life. I've never met her. And I've said this before, but like, I, maybe I will feel differently about her. Maybe I'll get an apology. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, look, I'm sorry. Okay. Um, okay. So we, we sit down to lunch and things, um, things don't really go super well. You know, they're talking, they're back to the sex talk from the night before. And Luann, I think Luann went into this with some fine intentions, but she just doesn't do a great job of how she's speaking to uh, to Leah and Ebony. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so Leah, Luann's trying to kind of tell Leah why Ramona was so upset. And she's talking about how, you know, maybe, maybe a certain word, it just isn't, you know, it's not you know, it's not like classy to use or, you know, it's, it's an education thing. And it's like, what are, what are you talking about? I liked how they kept going back because they kept, each of them called each other a liar that they were lying like multiple times. And they like (laughs) went back to um, play what had just happened 30 seconds prior. And Ebony was like, I didn't say that. I didn't say that. I didn't say that, you know, like she was very like, 
even Sonia was backing her up. She's like, I didn't say I was smarter than anybody. I said, factually, I am the most educated person at this table. Right. And- it's so weird because Ebony's trying to say like, <clears throat> I won't say a word if it's going to make you feel uncomfortable, but it's not, I'm not saying that word because I'm like a like low down unclassy person right? and Luann says the thing about education and then all of a sudden Ramona's comparing Leah to Avery again which we know is just like it's not a good road to go down we saw it last season and also it's like it's like Ramona we were just talking about how she has this weird idea that Leah's like her you know little protege and she's like a little sister to her and then she's comparing her to Avery and it's like Leah is almost 40 years old she has a teenage daughter like she is in this situation, she is your equal. She's not like your kid. Like, stop comparing her to your daughter. Yeah, it's it's very bizarre. And also, like, Ramona is comparing Avery in the sense where Avery doesn't speak like that. Avery doesn't have, okay, but not everyone is the same, first of all. Right. What? Why also, are you using Avery as an example that like we all should be? Should we all like act like that? Then like I oh don't. God. I don't understand. That's imagine not... a world where. Imagine a world full of Averys. What a. What a time. <laughs> what a, what an elegant world we would live in. An elegant, classy <laughs> world. Um, <laughs> yeah, and so, so of course that's a trigger for Leah. She leaves the table, calls everyone a hoe. I think okay. This the you're a hoe, you're a hoe, you're a hoe. I think it's. It's like a it's like a shocking thing to say, I guess, at a table like that. But I think the root of what she means by that, I understand it because it's like earlier in the episode, she's saying if Ramona wasn't in denial about how much she likes sex and how much she, you know, is out there getting it, she would be, you know, just the same as all of them. And I think she just is frustrated with kind of this double standard that it's like, Everybody else at this table is, you know, like going out and getting laid too. But all of a sudden, because I'm the one who, you know, says the word pussy at the table that I'm like turned in like slut shamed basically. And I, you know, calling someone a hoe, it is what maybe not the best thing, but like, I understand where her frustration is coming from for sure. Totally. And then she like walked away and was like spun and she's like, you're all a bunch of hoes. And I was like, (laughs) boom, mic drop, Leah. No, but I get like, like we said earlier, Leah's just not in her right mindset right now. So every single thing she has done on this trip, like a few times already where she's like, I'm done, I'm done. Like she doesn't like, she needs to like stop being treated that different than everybody else. It really is getting like old and frustrating. frustrating I can only imagine how she feels. With being treated like the kid of the group. Like she's just because she's maybe younger than them. I'm not sure. I think Ebony is younger than her, but it's like, she is being treated like she's kind of this like lesser person because she talks more freely. Um, But then Ebony and Lou, you know, kind of explode because, you know, Ebony is calling out Luann for making this, you know, equivalence between talking about sex and how educated you are, how classy you are, what have you. And Luann multiple times says that Ebony is an angry woman and is calling her angry. And, you know, this really sets off Ebony because, you know, I think she sees it as a major like microaggression. And that's, you know, something that is used against black women a lot to call them angry or aggressive when they're really just using their words. And Sonia specifically says, I don't see an angry woman. I see she just uses her words. And I think it's, it's a, it's an unfortunate escalation of this situation but i think ebony was 
right to be upset by how Luann was talking to her. I do too. And like I said last week too, when Luann gets angry, she actually <laughs> was mm-hmm. the one angry and Ebony would seem to have been defending herself, but even Ebony asked nicely. She's like, if you want me to leave, I will leave. And, and Luann was like, I do. I think you should leave. And like, that's yeah. when everyone was like, no, no, no. But I, I mean, I think that is not the way it should have been settled. It seemed like an argument that could have just been kind of like, um, I don't know, like a continued conversation that could have been done right there. But listen, if Ebony felt uncomfortable and wanted to leave, like she had every right to do totally. that. So I, yeah, it frustrated me because I think Luann was saying some things that were pretty wrong in terms mm-hmm. of what she was saying about education and class. And I think she could have re- <laughs> reacted so much better when Ebony sort of pushed back on those things she had said, but instead she kind of just dug in her heels and sort of, you know, Ebony was really just responding to what she had said, right. but Luann kind of in her mind was like, oh, like you're being so angry. And it's just like, uh, don't go there. Don't go there. But I we'll see what happens next week. We're, I th- we finally have to get to the, the Heather drama of course we're seeing leah call her a karen next week i know i think that's so funny that this week she had a little bit of a break she was just at the end of the table just like oh my god what did i get myself into and it wasn't even (laughs) involving her so i was like oh lord it's coming next week but i i can't imagine what happened because that's the thing with filming these shows is i'm sure so much more happened that day that we didn't see and like she was obviously True. involved in other conversations and then they, but they saved her for like another week like oh god right. another day i just need to be there one day i want them like i want <laughs> to be like at a lunch or at a dinner and like see really what goes down summer is fast approaching which means more social events more weddings to attend more nights on the town and hopefully more vacations that's why i'm so thankful for today's sponsor honey love for covering us with the best shapewear with honey love you can feel your best even when you're wearing less they've revolutionized compression technology so you no longer have to feel like you're suffocating while wearing effective shapewear plus they're the only shapewear that won't ever roll down no matter how much you groove on the dance floor for a limited time only you can get honey love on sale get 20 percent off your entire order with our exclusive link honeylove.com MIA. Support our show and check them out at honeylove.com slash MIA. When talking about shapewear, Honeylove's best-selling superpower short is the go-to. It has targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas where you need less compression. Their signature X targets and sculpts your midsection without squeezing your natural curves. The superpower short is helping ladies everywhere sculpt and smooth from stomach to thigh by offering just the perfect amount of compression. This piece is also a booty lifter. Boost bands on the back of the thigh give your bottom an amazing shape. Treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market and save 20% off at honeylove.com slash MIA. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com slash MIA. After you purchase, they'll ask where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. The summer vibes are just getting started, honeys. Shape your life with Honeylove. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? Well, with 24-7 US-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. 
quickly, let's talk about Below Deck Sailing. Um, this season is, you know, barreling down the road towards the end. We have one more charter left to go. Um, this this um, Tatas for Trump charter, actually, it ended on like a, a pretty high note. Everyone seemed really happy. Um, you know, the women's empowerment dinner went off without a hitch. Sydney's song was lovely. <laughs> <laughs> I I just have never seen a charter fight so much mm-hmm. about like nothing and ended on a women empowerment dinner. Like it just it was yeah, really like couldn't have been scripted better when they're like <laughs> when Erica and I think Jamie is her name were like okay, we're going to make the place cards so that we can put Bianca at the end. And it's like, like the women's empowerment dinner. And and then one of them came over and she was like, can you walk away? Like, we're doing this for like the primary. Can you just walk away? Because it's like, you're not, you're not supposed to be here yet. And I was like, oh my God, you guys, like you're, first of all, you're women. Like, just like, you're not teenagers. Like it was so bizarre. And then of course, um, I, I think they all are ready to, actually go home but their beach picnic they all got wasted and i was like this is what we wanted to see the whole time like Mm -hmm. fun enjoying yourselves but they're done they're gone we won't have to see them again they left a great tip amazing they did leave a good tip i was kind of surprised by that and so was the crew um (laughs) but we the the crew drama really is what's happening this week we have some more problems with natasha um and her organizational things i would say like specifically this women's empowerment dinner they were sailing in the evening and so she didn't make the crew dinner until like 8 45 and then they were trying to eat like during the dinner service it just was a mess and i think with natasha this whole season it's like she obviously is a is great at the cooking part of it but like we've never gone more than a couple episodes without there being some kind of you know, behind the scenes issue. And honestly, I'm glad that like, it's a little annoying to see Glenn sort of be micromanaging in the last couple episodes, but I'm glad that he noticed the Natasha stuff. Cause I feel like for parts of the season, it's, it's sort of been like Daisy versus Natasha with nobody else paying attention. And well, and then at that point he was like, did the crew eat yet? And she was like, no, he was like, you, they have to be fueled as well. Like, and, right. and he was like, but I love how she used the sailing as an excuse, but because it's like, you've been sailing actually like every charter. So it's like, I don't know. It just seems, it seems like she does things when it's convenient for her, which is like, again, Daisy was like, I just hate when she does this because I'm the one that gets the, the beat of it, you know, like right. it's, I have to explain it, but I still think that Natasha's not the worst chef we've ever seen. So, Oh, absolutely not. I mean, in terms of the actual food, there have been very few complaints. So I feel like Mm -hmm. she's one of the better chefs in terms of like the culinary aspects of it. She just has like sort of some recurring issues behind the scenes. But what do you think about how Gary and Allie are interacting with each other this episode? Because I was, after last week, I was not surprised by Gary's attitude, but it's just like disappointing because I think Allie really was just trying to, be respectful of everyone's feelings. And Gary is just kind of like shitting all over that. I, I mean, listen, we already discussed that Gary seems just like an ultimate fuck boy at this point. And he's like, it's so high school where he's like, I'm going to get back at her. She's going to want me more. I'm going to sleep with the other girl. And Colin was like, don't sleep with Sydney. Just 
don't. But now they're like ignoring each other. But then they're like kind of just looking at each other when they pass by each other. And it's just it's very weird. I, I, I Listen, they don't belong together. So it's not it is what it is at this point. I don't think that. <laughs> yeah, I think I, it's just I, a fun thing. Nothing can go serious. I'm sorry. I don't I know. Feel- I feel bad for Allie because we know that she did have feelings for Gary, but in a way I'm sort of, I'm glad that Gary is kind of showing his true colors to her now because now she's not going to be like, okay, like maybe when the season's over, like we can give it a go. It's like, no, like he's being an asshole. She clearly is going to know now that he's an asshole and she's not going to like get her hopes up that this is going to be some fairy tale relationship. Right. But Am I right or wrong in the fact that Allie didn't start to have feelings for Gary until not so long ago? Like, she did not have feelings for him the entire time they were on the boat. He was really persistent with her. And I think, I mean, I don't know if he had no genuine feelings for her, but I definitely think he knew what he was doing. And he sort of, you know, like, chipped away at her resistance to getting with him. And then, you know... I do think she had feelings for him, but it was one of those things where she wasn't really looking for anything. And he was like a woodpecker. Like I'm going to get in there. Um, (laughs) He should have just played it safe and hooked up with Sydney the whole time. I know. Mm, Right. Like it's her, but that's literally why it's because he is her boss. That's, that's like the reason why it didn't whatever, but he and Sydney could have had like a chaotic, you know, just like, fuck buddy relationship this whole season. And Allie wouldn't have gotten her feelings hurt. Um, but okay, then the other like main thing going on is Danny and JL, they are sort of, you know, as the season is nearing a close, JL really has some serious feelings for Danny. And I think Danny reciprocates those feelings, but she has this complex that she's dealing with now where she is telling JL that he's going to like waste his 20s being with her. And I feel like I don't know what's going on internally with her. I feel like she's struggling with something, but it's like, it, it sucks to see her so in her head about this relationship that clearly JL is interested in at this point. Right. Like she is using his age as her excuse, if that makes sense, for not wanting to continue this. And he was like, if I want to date you, like that's on me. Don't worry about my 20s. Like I'm good. Right. Like it you gives are me a what vibe. I want. <laughs> it gives me a vibe of like, there's something with her where she feels like she doesn't deserve this happy relationship. So she's kind of like, she's like searching for a way it's like imposter syndrome type of thing where you're like, okay, like this, I don't feel like I am like worthy of this relationship. So like, where's the issue? Like, where's the fault line? Like, how is it going to end? I know it's going to go badly. And so she's sort of, she's like looking for something that isn't there and it sucks. And I, it, I'm so interested to see kind of like what ends up happening between them. Cause we know they're not on good terms now. Um, Danny had her baby last week, which is exciting. Um, and we don't and... know who the father is. Like, yeah. And can I've, you imagine I've... if, like, they just, I mean, we don't know. I don't know where JL went after this. Like, we truly don't know. It could have been someone she knows she's already in a relationship with. I don't know. But I just think that would be so great if, like, they announced that he really is the father. And great if he's not, but it'll make for a good TV well, if he is unfortunately i've heard that he did not show up to the reunion so because hold on so because she was pregnant at the reunion right yeah they filmed the reunion like a couple weeks ago i think that he probably was actually like in love with her 
and is just like extremely hurt and didn't want to and couldn't be around her because he's in his 20s. So he's young <laughs> and in love. Perhaps you know? I that could um, be it. Okay, it is now time for the Grab the Skinny Pop moments of the day. Endless entertainment calls for endless popcorn, and luckily every kernel of Skinny Pop is so light, crunchy, and delicious that we love to eat it by the handful or even the bagful. I'm just going to go ahead and say my Grab the Skinny Pop moment was the whole nude painting scene. Seeing these women react, you know, Sonia pulling off the towel, you know, everybody, there was not a single adult in the room in that moment. They were all just so giddy and gleeful during this painting. And I, I had a great time watching them. Dylan, I was going to say my grab the skinny pop moment was the dick painting because I think that's fine. I think that's the winner. That's the answer. It was just so fun. And like you exactly what you said, you got to see them like be themselves for five minutes, like without anyone judging them Mm -hmm. because they were all looking at the same thing. But even like they didn't even know what to say. Like Sonia was like, you have a big ball sack. Like they were uncomfortable. Sonia was so funny. She said she's keeping her eye off the pickle. <laughs> I think it I, was yeah, just I love to this, see them like yeah. that. I was sad it couldn't that vibe couldn't last throughout the afternoon. And we're more sad that we didn't see what they saw. And I'll just True. Mary Scrap the skinny pop moment would have been if they took away that blur. <laughs> <laughs> and then we could have had a contest between him and Bolo, and now we're just getting out of hand. Okay. Oh god. I don't think he All was right. a bolo type, but um Oh God! I guess we'll we'll never know. Um, those are t- that. That's today's grab the skinny pop moment. You can grab skinny pop yourself at retailers nationwide, or go to the shop now page on skinnypop.com. Thanks so much for listening, everyone. Don't forget to rate, review, follow this podcast, and while you're at it, check out my new podcast, Pop Alarm. It just launched today. It's breaking pop culture news and celebrity stories every morning, five minutes or less. Check it out. You won't be sorry. Um that's going to do it for us today and just be cool don't be all like uncool mention it all is produced by sean kilby and jorge morales pico editing by sean kilby social media by dylan hafer guest booking by nicole pellegrino be sure to follow at bravo by betches on instagram and twitter Thank you to our sponsor, Splash Refresher. Meet the water beverage that loves self-care as much as you do. Just because you have to hydrate doesn't mean it has to be tasteless. Splash Refresher makes hydration deliciously easy. Splash perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. I am going to go grab myself a Wildberry Splash now that I am done recording, and you should too. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches.